Hello and welcome to the third episode of the Marriage Supper of the Lamb podcast. I'm your host, Seth Bowman. I'm putting together this podcast for my mother, Sister Joe Bowman. These are rebroadcasts of her original messages from the early 90s that were broadcast on Christian radio in the Winston-Salem Greensboro High Point Market. So let's get right to today's message from February 13th, 1993, entitled Children of the King. I'm so glad you tuned in today. Today's a wonderful day to praise the Lord. The psalmist David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. And this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And I'm, I'm glad to be a Christian. I'm glad to be a child of God, knowing that God is my Father, and He has everything under control. That God said that we are the apple of His eye. That means He loves us. And that means He's looking over us, His Word to perform in our lives, that we can trust in someone that's greater than ourselves. Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord, for he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, and his leaf shall not wither, and he shall bear forth fruit, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. You can prosper today in Jesus Christ. If you're with Jesus, you're on the winning side. That greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. And we know that we have a high priest that's been touched with the feelings of our infirmities, and he's up there making intercession for us. What does that mean, Sister Joe? Intercession. That means he's praying for us right now. Jesus is praying for us at the right hand of the Father, knowing that when we're down here in this earth and we need help, that we can call on the name of the Lord Jesus, and his ear is open to the righteous when they call, and he'll move the mountains. He'll move the obstacles. He'll move all of heaven just to get down here and to help us because we're his children. How much more does our Heavenly Father love us? We have a great Heavenly Father. That he loved us so much that he said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And if we're God's children, we are, we are his children, and God is going to watch over his word to perform it in our lives. How much more is he? He's a heavenly father. We're, we're of this earth and we know how to take care of our children and we're watching over our children, trying to provide for them, trying to bring them upright, train them up in the ways of the Lord so they won't depart from the word when they're old. And we try to clothe them and feed them and do all the things in the natural. Well, God's our heavenly father and he's preparing for us a man in heaven he said I go to prepare a place for you and if I go and prepare a place for you I will come again and receive you unto myself that where you are you where I am you may be also oh glory to God Jesus is preparing us a home in heaven we're just strangers and pilgrims in a foreign land and we're seeking a city whose builder and maker is God and while we're on this earth you know what we are we're ambassadors we're, isn't that exciting to be an ambassador a representative of the Lord Jesus Christ representing heaven that that's our city that's our home that we're reaching for Paul said I press toward the mark of the high prize for the high calling of God in Christ Jesus he said brethren I count not myself to have apprehended but this one thing I do forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth into those things which are before Paul said I'm forgetting about those things those things that I've done in the past those things that that I didn't do quite right he said I'm forgetting about those things 
those sins that, that try to beset me, I'm going on with Jesus. And he said, I am going to finish my course. And Brother Paul, you did. Brother Paul, you finished your course. And now as children of God on this earth, will you finish your course? Will you accept the challenge in 1993 and be an ambassador for Jesus, a minister of the gospel? Oh, God didn't call me to minister. Oh, yes, he did. He's called everyone into the ministry of reconciliation, reconciling the world back to Jesus Christ. He who knew no sin became sin for us that we could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And sometimes people just need someone to tell them about Jesus. Have you told them about Jesus? That God loved them? so much that he sent Jesus to die for their sins, that they don't have to live in sin. Do you know you don't have to live in sin any longer? That Jesus paid the price for your redemption. Oh, glory to God. That's why I want to say, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Who forgiveth all my iniquities, who healeth all my diseases, who crowneth my life with loving kindness and tender mercies. Oh, it's good serving the Lord. I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited about Jesus knowing that my name has been written in the Lamb's book of life and I'm on my way to heaven. And I want all my listeners, I want everyone that's listening today to be born again into the family of God. Well, how do I be born again, Sister Joe? Must I go back like Nicodemus said? Rabbi, teacher, must I go back into my mother's womb and be born a second time? No, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, but that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto you, you must be born again. Romans says that if you'll believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ was raised from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And, and faith is nigh thee. The faith that I'm preaching today is right there at your lips and your mouth. That if you'll believe in your heart that Jesus died for your sins, and ask Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins, and ask him to come into your heart, confess him is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Oh, glory to God. Jesus is Lord today. He's Lord. Every knee's going to bow. Every tongue's going to confess that Jesus is Lord. Bow your knee to the name of Jesus. Live your life for Jesus. Serve God with gladness. Serve him with all your heart. Do everything you can for Jesus. Tell someone about the love of God. Show somebody the love of God. Be kind. Be tenderhearted. And love one another. Forgive one another. The word of God tells us to to not hold grudges don't hold grudges don't hold bitterness in your heart don't hold unforgiveness in your heart those things will eat you up alive take it to the cross of calvary take it to the feet of jesus and cast your burden on the lord and he shall sustain you god will sustain you you can't carry these weights of this world we our bodies weren't made to carry the weights our bodies were made to praise god our bodies were made we were created in the image of god and in his life likeness and we were created to have fellowship and praise with our savior holy 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 that if we'll seek first the kingdom of god and his righteousness all things shall be added unto us what do you need today from god 
Seek God. Seek God. Get in that word. Get in a place of prayer. Get down on your knees and cry out to God. God will hear you. Yes, he will. Well, Sister Joe, I don't want to cry out to the to the sky or the ceiling. No, when you cry out, God said his ears are open until your cries. Call out on call on that name. He said, Knock and the door shall be open unto you. Seek and ye shall find. I want to sing you this little song. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, that's just right out of the word of God. That's Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. He said, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. He said, Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubic unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toll not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon, in all of his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven shall he not much more clothe you O ye of little faith therefore take no thought saying what shall we eat or what shall we drink or whether shall we be clothed for after all these things do the Gentiles seek but your heavenly father knoweth that ye have need of all these things hallelujah you know god knows what we need i was telling them in my sunday school class just this week that as as parents how when we see a sale may we might buy a winter coat that our child can wear next year and it might be summertime and we'll buy something for next year that we think they might can wear or we're always preparing if we love our children we're always trying to do good things for them and kind things for them how much more does our heavenly father prepare for us he's looking out for us do you know that today oh that makes me feel good to know that god my father is looking out for me and i'm the apple of his eye and he said touch not mine anointed and do my prophets no harm so when the enemy tries to come against me the word of god says the spirit of the lord will raise up a standard against the enemy when the enemy comes in like a flood the spirit of the lord <laughs> glory to god the holy Ghost power of God, that resurrection and life power of God, that dunamis power of God, holy, holy, holy. When when the devil comes against me, he's touching the apple of God's eye, and my father doesn't like it one bit. And let me let me tell you, God is looking out for His children. If you're His youngin and you're serving Him and obeying Him and walking in His statutes, you have a covenant relationship with your Father. He said, if we'll be obedient and willing. To 
eat the good of the land. But he said, if you are disobedient, he said, you shall be devoured by the sword. But if you're a child of God and you're serving the Lord with gladness and, and praying and reading your Bible and going to church and doing everything you know to live a holy life in this, in this life, let me tell you, God is looking out for you. He's watching over his word to perform it in your life. Yes, he is. Romans 8.35 says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or pearl or sword? He says, As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth nor any other creature shall be able to separate you from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. And Hebrews 12 and 1 says, Wherefore, seeing we are in Compassed about with such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and every sin that would try to easily beset us, and let us run this race with patience, looking unto Jesus, holy, holy, holy. Look to Jesus today, who is the author and the finisher of your faith. Jesus, if he started a work in your life, he will finish it if you'll stay with Jesus. If you'll stay in the boat, Jesus is in the boat. When the storm was raging all around, and the the disciples were so worried and the waves were slapping and the water was overtaking the boat and it looked like they were going to sink. Jesus was in that ship asleep and they went and shook him and woke him up and when he come up there he just looked over the sea with all the raging and all the winds and the storms and the howling and it looked like everything was hopeless. Jesus spoke these words, peace be still. <laughs> Glory to God. And you know, Jesus is still speaking peace to your storm. He give you peace. He said, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, you may be also. God cares about you today. He cares about you. He loves you. I want you to know that today. God loves you. Say that. God loves me. God cares about me. And you can call on him and he'll move back that storm for you. Let us pray right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. We speak peace be still to every storm. God bless you today. I really hope you enjoyed that message. If you'd like to send Sister Joe a card or a note of encouragement, she can be reached at Joe Bowman, P.O. Box 298, Walkertown, North Carolina, 27051. We'll leave you today with Brother R.W. Moore on the piano. He was a traveling evangelist that used to come to our church in Walkertown, North Carolina, and he's doing a selection of classic hymns on the piano. Thanks for listening. Bye for now. <laughs>